You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Need a good laugh, I'm holy water. You need a good bath, whiskey and perfume. You had a nightcap, now how about that? I've got a new friend, a perfect stranger. He's got a bullet with your name in the chamber. Live from Podcast Detroit and Rockin' Royal Oak, Michigan. It's time to take a leap of faith with Jackie, Rocky, Nora, and Gina for some entertainment and inspiration. Join them every Wednesday at noon. You can always find us at podcastdetroit.com. I gotta ask, what were you born to do? What time is it? It's nooner time. Somebody bring me a mirror. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. I, I want to say Monday. before we get started, happy birthday to my brother, Timothy Gibson. Timmy, happy that's birthday. what we call him. Happy birthday, Timothy. Happy we're the birthday. Same, we're the same age. We're the same age until my birthday. So we're 59 today. Uh-huh. <laughs> Which is coming yeah. up. Yeah. The yeah. big event actually for all three of you guys. I know. I know. Not that big of a Rocky, not that big of an event for me. Yeah, me either. Jan, well, I'm going to be but, 100 you know. this year, so I think it's pretty. <laughs> it's, a, it's an accomplishment that I've made it this far. It's a so. big one for Nora. Big it, party for Nora. Yeah, we're having a, a surprise party. I'm surprised. At Gina's house. I'm going to ask surprise. I'll ask surprise. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. So um, Thanksgiving's coming up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's so your what favorite everybody... what's your favorite dish at Thanksgiving? Uh dressing. Oh my gosh. Oh. Yep. That's my really? Favorite. Yeah. Nora, do yeah. you put dressing it in... is your wait, favorite? Wait, wait, what does that mean? Uh yeah. Oh. No, turkey yeah. gravy and mashed potatoes. Mashed potatoes for me. No, I mean, you know. All right, I gotta tell you guys. If your dressing is good, you won't care about the mashed potatoes. (laughs) Nora, do you put it? No, (laughs) I've never heard anyone say dressing. Really? Well, Nora, you are the first person that I've heard say dressing. Nobody even. It's like the cranberry sauce. Nobody. If it's homemade dressing. Thank you. Thank you, Jasmine. It's because I'm your, your only but black best friend. That's why. <laughs> right. You are. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. So, yeah, Nora, it. you're going to have to make us. You're, you're my only black friend. So we know what it tastes like. Yeah. I'll, I'll have to do that. Okay. Yep, I'll do that. Okay. Listen. You guys are doing Thanksgiving all the time. Okay. okay. 
So I get judged for this so harshly every single year because I. Uh Oh, uh oh, that and you got to put everything together. The turkey country, yep, and then uh, so like. Well, I have to get John Paul to run a little faster on the treadmill. So give me just a second here and go run and yell at him to Thank move you. it because it's moving slow. Okay. Um, but no, I, so no, not as big pasta anymore on Thanksgiving, but when no. she used to make pasta, so we would start with pasta in the bowl yes. and I would keep the bowl because it still had the sauce in the bottom. I'd put the turkey, uh-huh. mashed potatoes, everything in the bowl, mix it all in with the pasta sauce. And that's, that's how you do Thanksgiving. Mm. Really? Yeah, the dressing. Nora's got a weird yeah. look on her. You got to add the like, dressing. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> right, so. Nora, do you make cheese. dressing by itself or do you put right it in the turkey? Perfect. No, it's by, it's by itself. No. By itself. I put, I put an apple in, inside the turkey. Wait, this with, internet um, is just so bad. With whole clothes stuck in the apple. And okay. I put it inside the turkey. And it helps with the moisture to keep it moist. Oh, all right. Yes. Speaking of making things, Nora, you missed out on a little fun on Monday. My husband and I I got together with Jackie and her family and we had And you made sausage. We made sausage. (laughs) Wow. Okay. Well, how come I wasn't invited? Sausage Fest 2020. Nora hates pork. Because you hate pork. pork. You You could have had some chicken sausage. What are you going to do? You're going to they make chicken sausage. No, the Italians don't make chicken sausage. I'm going to tell you the same. Yeah. I'm going to tell you the same thing I told Jackie. So we made my grandfather and father's recipe, and it's a very specific recipe. And in uh-huh. it, it has it has wine, but it says my oh. father says Rioniti wine. Oh, yeah. So Jackie says because they make wine, can we put a different wine in it? I said, uh-huh. mm. oh, no, you no. can. But I am not because I do not want Richard and Bruno coming down and chastising yeah. me from the heavens for using the wrong wine. Well, you never <laughs> deviate from a family recipe. You never do that. Mm. Never. So we use Rioniti. We spent a whole yes. six or seven dollars on a bottle of wine. They well, still make that. <laughs> yeah. They still make that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Good to know. <laughs> well, Nora. Nora, she couldn't find man. She couldn't find Mad Dog. <laughs> right, I was going to say Boone's Farm. They still make that, and they make and they make uh, Boone's Farm in different flavors and everything. So yeah, they still make all of that. <laughs> no, I did the traditional Lambrusco Rioniti wine because uh-huh. that is what Richard and Bruno did forever, and I'm not yes. about to switch it up. Okay, and it well, was really good. It was very. It's really good. It is good. Rocky okay, ended up finishing the wine okay. after. Yeah. <laughs> All okay, right. Well, anyway. Yeah. Anywho. We have we have we have a very exciting guest on today. Mm-hmm. So I know very exciting. To, we're getting a sneak peek illegally of some music. Okay. Hopefully T Money's oh. not watching this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so let's get started. Go ahead. Uh, go ahead, Nora. This segment is designed to showcase the stories of talented Our individuals internet. who had a wish and found a way to make it happen. They set goals, overcame obstacles, and turned setbacks into comebacks. Their stories are unique, interesting, and most of all, inspiring. Often we talk about the amount of courage it takes 
to get outside your comfort zone and try something new. We all talk about that. We all try to challenge ourselves. Jackie sometimes pushes us a little harder with a list of things, but nonetheless, we all try to to get outside our comfort zone once in a while. <laughs> now imagine getting outside your comfort zone, completely outside of your comfort zone and trying something very, very different, especially when you are a very respected and well-known attorney who decides to change it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. And that is our guest today. Jasmine Rippy is a successful lawyer by day and a rap artist by night. And her nighttime persona, she's known as Chocolate Jazzy. Now, it just so happens that um, Jasmine or Chocolate Jazzy happened to have her law office down the way from our dear, very dear friend, T-Money Green. And T-Money. T-Money. <laughs> He just so happened to be near where her law office is, and he is a legendary producer, for those of you who do not know. And together, they have agreed to work, or they have, they've agreed to work together. And next year, I believe, 2021, is that it? Yes. Your debut album is about to come out. I'm not going to give any more details, but I am going to introduce you ladies to our guest today, Jasmine Rippey or Chocolate Jazzy. Welcome Welcome to the show. I'm so honored to be here with you all. And this is my first interview with Chocolate Jazzy. So I'm super excited. You look amazing. I love the the purple that you have going on. Um, Now, where are you? Because I love the backdrop. Are you in your office? In my office. Yeah, these are um, Detroit Grand Prix posters. So vintage posters that are framed on my wall in the law office. So we're down the hall. Yeah. Very All right. So here's what, let's get started with this. Um, First of all, like Gina mentioned, you've had some tremendous success as a lawyer, and congratulations to you and your law partner, uh, Amina Sheikh. Is that her yeah. name? Yeah. Your partner? Yeah. Okay. On everything you guys have going on, you guys have your own law firm, you have your own podcast show, which, by the way, is called Ladies in Law, which I love. Yeah, that is awesome. Um, <laughs> so from that, how did you get to chocolate jazzy? Go back and tell us uh, your childhood with poetry, your passion for poetry and music, and and then sort of take us on this journey of how you got to where you're at right now. Okay. So growing up, um, I was an only child for a long time. I didn't have siblings till I was in high school. So they're, they're high, in high school right now. So I spent a lot of time listening oh, to wow. music by myself, um, mm-hmm. writing poetry. So that's what I did a lot as a childhood. But as I got older, went to college, I, I got out of that. And originally, I wanted to be a doctor. So I like math and oh, science growing up. I was a nerd. <laughs> then when I got to college, I realized mm, I don't like math and science anymore. I don't like hospitals. I don't like blood. So I was kind of a, <laughs> like, what am I going to do in life? My mom, teacher, Gina, I understand you're a teacher as well. I am. Awesome. So my mom was a teacher. She's an assistant principal now. I knew that I didn't have the patience to deal with children. God bless the teachers. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I feel like we've, we, we're lost. And I enjoyed it. I almost felt like 
there was something missing. I consider myself a creative person. Am mm-hmm. I cutting out? You yeah, did. You're good okay. now. Okay. Just two seconds, though, because we, you, you, right before you decided teaching wasn't uh, yeah. for you, we caught, we lost you right after that. So take us back just to that little point oh, right there. Well, I was saying that my dad is an attorney, and um, okay. he looks like he enjoys his job. He dresses nice, so I was just like, oh, I'll be an attorney. I'll go to law school, and I did very well in law <laughs> no school. Law school. <laughs> I've been practicing for five years, but I always felt like there was something missing. I'm a creative person. I'm a lot more creative than my dad. Um, hence this office. Um, I actually decorated it. It's very colorful, very bright, not what you would consider a traditional law office. And I, I got back into poetry a couple years ago and all my poems rhyme. And I was reading them to my mom. She's like, you know what? You should try rapping. I can really see you rapping. And I was really nervous at first, but mm-hmm. then I tried it and I realized that I could rap. So, you know, it really came full circle with my passion for poetry. <laughs> So, so what sparks your interest in poetry? Because I feel like for a kid growing up, right. like that's kind of an interesting thing to have as a hobby. Like, how did you get into that? Like, what made you realize school, that you loved it? Yeah, in school, we read poems. Um, and I really liked Maya Angelou. So I always enjoyed uh, oh. reading the poems, writing poems. I had projects where we literally had to write poems almost every week for the entire school year. So I still have poetry books from my childhood. We actually had to, it was like an art project. So we had to type them up, cut them, create designs. I have a whole poetry book that I wrote as a kid. Oh, wow. wow. Mm-hmm. So now do you, do you sing also? Can you, can no, you sing also? No, I, no, I want to learn how to sing. I, I, I have to open up my vocals a little more for that. Okay. I'm trying. Okay. All right. <laughs> Well, so you hey, pulled out the poetry. Yeah. So a couple of years, you got back into poetry. Um, were you going to like open mic um, or or where they have like um, you know poetry night and stuff like that? Actually, no. I was just writing. I've written over a hundred poems. I was just writing. I never expected to be performing. And then once I started writing the raps, and I really loved it. I'm like, I really want to do this. I want to start performing it. I want to put my work out there. Now, mm-hmm. how did the writing have to change from the poetry version <laughs> to the rap version? <laughs> um, the content is a little different. Um, <laughs> you know, rap, you got to be real witty, you know, give your punchlines. You got to make people yeah. really think you want to excite people. A lot of my music is upbeat. So it's rap is more so about the vibe, the energy, the vibe. And poetry is, you know, laid back and it's for <laughs> introspection and thinking. So my poems are very deep. They're usually about life and purpose and, you know, finding yourself. But whereas rapping, it's about having a good time and feeling good. Now, do so you are, have... Are, oh, sorry, Gina. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, that's okay. Go ahead, Nor. Well, I was just going to ask, are, are yeah, any of your uh, raps explicit or are they, you know, can my, can my grandkids hear you? Yes. Yeah, so I actually, <laughs> <laughs> I do have clean versions of my songs. So okay. I have explicit All right. Songs, but I, I do have the clean versions for the, the children. Okay. And the song that I um, gave you guys to play today is the clean version. Okay. Mm -hmm. So from there. (laughs) Oh, go ahead, Gina. Oh, no, no, that's okay. I said, see, Jackie, I told you she had a clean version. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) And 
I said, let's listen to the dirty one anyway. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to be playing. We're going to play the clean one in a minute. But Gina, <laughs> go ahead. Or so you, my question was about the, my question was about the differences between. So do do you have a like a poem that started off as a poem and then it evolved into a rap? Um, or, I do. Not fully, but I do take some some inspiration in my raps. I've taken some lines and um, from up from, from from some of my poems. You know, the teacher in me is like all is all about this. So I'm like, okay, how do you how do you get this? How do you encourage this? So that my like my teacher brain is just on overdrive right about now. So and actually, it's funny, Gina. So I started rapping some of my poems. So I took some of my poems and actually kind of wrapped them as they are to Tupac instrumental beats before I started. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah. So I can actually wrap some of my poems as they're written. How wonderful. Oh, wow. Oh, my gosh. I want to come to your first live performance. So like, you know, like, like your first reading, like I can just see it a small venue and you know how well, she already had her first live. Well, so. I know, but I'm saying like a small, a smaller venue. You know where you, where she's sharing. My point is sharing like poetry oh. and the right, the right. Right, and actually, uh, my album is going to have four poems on it. So I, I want to oh. put that out there. Oh, as well. oh wow! Oh, All right, okay. So fast forward now, and you meet T Money. How how did that come about? I know you guys have an office uh, down the hall from each other, mm-hmm. and so how did this whole uh, partnership come about? So I, we had this office in the Russell Industrial Center for a little over a year now. And I met Tony shortly after I moved in. And, you know, I was just like, hey, you know, I'm in your new neighbor. We're attorneys, ladies in law. And so he knew me as a lawyer. <laughs> and mm-hmm. then when I went to him um, oh, wow. a month That's ago. John. John's making his appearance. <laughs> this is the day. He's wrangling the dog. So, <laughs> <laughs> So Tony's known me as an attorney for almost a year now. And then a few months ago, I said, hey, Tony, I want to rap. I rap now. And he blew me off. He brushed me off because he gets people talking all the time. Like, I rap, I rap, I rap. And he knew that rapping was new for me. He knew I was doing poetry, but he he knew that rapping was new. And he's like, I don't, I don't want to hurt your feelings. And you know, <laughs> it's not right. So I just kept pressing. I'm like, Tony, please, Tony, about the fifth time. He was like, okay, okay. I'm going to put on this beat and let you um, write something to it. I already had a rap written in my phone and I was able to rap it to the beat that he played while it was going. And hitting wow. Very impressive. Oh. oh, very good. You showed so him. So he didn't blow you yeah. off anymore. Wow. Yeah. Yes. He didn't blow you off. Right. He long, I said, yeah, come back said, let's do a song. He's like, no, we'll do a whole album together. Uh, <laughs> now, um, did, did you, what did you know about uh Tony Green or Team Money Green before you approached him? Um, I knew that he was a legendary bass player. I knew that he played on Gin and Juice. I, my dad used to play Gin and Juice um, and Warren G. Regulate for me when I was a kid. And I really liked the bass on there. I didn't know it was Tony Green. So when I met him, I was really excited and um, just really happy to meet him because I have been listening to this music for so many years. So... I have, I've, no. I've been, um, no. go ahead, Jackie. No, no, go ahead, Nora. I, I was just going to say, um, I'm wondering, like when you're uh, in court, mm-hmm. do you, and I guess I shouldn't ask you this while we're, while we're on Zoom, <laughs> but, <laughs> but 
do you do are you sitting there and you're you're in court and you're like hey this would be a good rap yeah. uh, <laughs> this, this this dude is guilty to write um a rap song about what I see as a lawyer and I haven't done it yet, but I should, uh-huh. I've seen a lot. So I think it'll be interesting, but no, actually I haven't done that. Oh, okay. Okay. Now, I just what, wondered. what did your dad say when, because he's a successful <laughs> attorney and, and uh, you said to him, Hey, I'm, I'm going to rap. So glad you went to law school. I'm going to rap. What did he say? I said, dad, he knew about Tony and he had talked to Tony on the phone when I hung out with Tony and my dad loves the dramatic. So he was very excited to talk to Tony. So I said, Hey dad, you know, I started rapping now. He knew about the poetry. So he's like, I started rapping and I'm working on an album with Tony. And he just started laughing at me. He was was like, you're doing too much. You're doing too much. And then he just changed the subject. And it actually really hurt my feelings. And I wrote a song called Chocolate Queen in response to that. And I played it for him. Oh, wow. He liked it. He's like, maybe I should make you mad again. (laughs) Wow. That's a good story. That's so good. Yeah, he finally came around after a couple months. Mm -hmm. I'm like, Dad, you know, I'm... We're almost done with this album. I got my first mm-hmm. show coming up. You know, Tony's making calls to people. And then he's like, okay, you're really serious about this. And then that's when he's like, okay, Jasmine, regardless of what I think, I raised you to go after your dreams, do what makes you happy. So if this is what you want to do, I'm wow. going to Oh, that's wonderful. That's amazing. That's- yeah, really wow! Amazing. Kudos to your parents. Yeah, man. yeah. That they that. So she was super yeah. excited. She loves. That's music. awesome. That is awesome. So, so you so you get together with Tony, and I I have to tell you, um, I remember when I first met you, and it was. Um, at a hyped up show, it wasn't your show, it was way before, it was when you, you were just starting to work with Tony. We were in the hallway and Jorg introduced us and he said to me, um, she's an attorney and she's she's starting to rap. And I remember looking at you thinking, she's not a rap artist. There's <laughs> no All I saw was an attorney. I like you look like an attorney, yeah. you carried yourself like an attorney. I just <laughs> couldn't see it. And then I went to your show at Hyped Up, and I was like, yeah, she can't be an attorney. <laughs> She's <laughs> a rapper. I mean, it was such a transition. It, it was crazy. So how long did it take you and Tony? Like, where are you guys at? I know you have one song completely done, which we're going to listen to in a minute. But how many songs do you guys have done? How many are you going to release on an album? So on the album, um, the first album will have seven songs. The first album is actually fully done. It's completely mixed, mastered, everything. But um, Really? Yeah. Wow. I just a couple weeks ago, I'm working on a mixtape and another album. So I have about wow songs cut already with Tony. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Pushing through him. He kept giving me beats and I was just writing, 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 writing. Wow. So now, how is your... You showed him, didn't you? Yeah. (laughs) 
How does how does your your writing come to you? Because I ask this of everyone, like when we have singers or writers or whatever on, are you uh, laying in bed or you're 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 sound asleep and something just comes in your head and you wake up and start writing? Or how do you how is your process? It can come to me at any time. I, I have woken up at three in the morning and uh, wrote songs. Sometimes I wake up right in the morning and write a song. Sometimes I'll be driving home and I have to pull over because stuff is coming to me. Wow. Write it in my phone. So mm-hmm. it really, it can just happen at any time. So you will pull over if you're in the car, huh? Mm-hmm. You'll pull over and wow. So I don't forget it because if I don't write it yeah. down in there, I'll forget it. Yeah. Get home. Yeah. Okay. So let's go back to your first show, your your show at Hyped Up, because that was really your first debut, was, right? right. Mm-hmm. And that was uh, what was was that? Oh, it was Tony's birthday. Tony's I think, birthday, right? September twenty second. Yeah. So, um, what was that experience like for you? There were quite a few people there to see you. There was a Thank lot you. of energy in that room. <laughs> I was really excited. Actually, I've been practicing. <laughs> for a while before and I was I was just really excited. I was hyped up. I had some friends there who were there to support me. I knew Tony was excited. It was his birthday. There was just good energy and I was just ready to go. I loved it. Yeah. I had a good time. Was your dad there? Did you no, he wasn't. Oh, okay. Um just because well my dad lives in Cleveland, so I'm originally from Cleveland. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, my mom was in North Carolina. My dad and my grandmother are in Cleveland. So I don't have family in Detroit. So my law mm-hmm. partner was there and some other friends were there. Oh, okay. But they did watch. So my family watched it live. It was streaming on YouTube and uh um, right, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now had had you performed for them before or no? I had never they had <laughs> never seen me perform before. And I, I when I was done, I got so many calls and texts like, Oh my god, you were amazing. Oh, your energy, your stage presence. I mean, my family was blown away because they had never seen that. That's amazing. Yeah. That's so different than court. Because Tony, he'll some days he'll be like, are you a rapper? Are you a lawyer? Like, he's like, what are you you today? (laughs) Wait, that that leads me to my question here. Would you consider Chocolate Jazzy to be your alter ego? And how Mm -hmm. do they kind of like, how does your personality fit into both of these? And like, when you're on a case, do you ever like, if you're in the courtroom, are you ever like kind of getting your chocolate jazzy oh, mode where you're like, yeah, you know, that's, yeah. Up. Yeah. And then, you know, and then if you're, you know, dealing with, you know, people, you know, the business side of music, are you ever in your lawyer mode yeah. where you're like, excuse me? Like, <laughs> oh yeah, it's definitely two different modes. So I would say uh, my lawyer, they're both, part of who, me but it is two different yeah. moments when I'm in lawyer business mode versus chocolate jazzy creative artist entertainer mode and um mm-hmm. as far as them crossing over I would say chocolate jazzy really hasn't over like in the courtroom or anything uh, maybe when I'm talking to my clients and joking and having fun with them some of my clients sing and are into music so we can talk about that okay. and then my lawyer mode crossing over into chocolate jazzy. Yes. When I have to handle business and deal with people and be like, look, you know, yeah. I am not your average artist. I'm not going to get run over, yeah. taken advantage of. I know mm-hmm. contracts. I know the law. That's the yeah. plus. That's the plus. Right. I have a, I, 
I have a client that's a, um, a couple of clients that are attorneys and um, one of them, you know, she's doing cases right now on Zoom. So mm-hmm. um, are you are you guys doing that in Detroit now, too? Is that are yeah. you on Zoom with I've everything? Had, um, trials on Zoom, mediation. Yeah. Yeah. Is I, it is has it been hard for you to adjust to that? At first, it was a little shaky just because the court was still trying to figure out because they typically when we go to when we were going to court in person, they would schedule 20 people all at nine o'clock and would, Zoom. Mm. you know, they, they wow. were trying to get a hold of, they had to do better. They couldn't just schedule everybody at the same time because yeah. I would be on Zoom for like three hours. Sometimes I would log off like, oh my, you know, I, I can't wow. hours in the That's same crazy. place. You know, in the courthouse, yeah. I can get up and move around, maybe go to my car and stuff like that. And they'll call me when the case is ready. But courts have got a better handle on the scheduling, have staggered things. Mm-hmm. So I actually like it. Sometimes I'm in two courts on one time, one on my phone, one on my computer. Oh, my God. From <laughs> oh, wow. Before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. do you, I'm just going to mm-hmm. stay on that for a uh, minute. So do you think once this is somewhat over or we're getting back to whatever normal is these days do you think they'll still adopt that a little bit more because it is oh i mean yeah i I think so because courts have really gotten used to using zoom and the judges like it i mean they have found it very easy to um Mm -hmm. conduct the hearings and the parties like it some of my clients are elderly and they have trouble getting around so they like just having to get on their computer or phone from their right. um, house. So I do think for certain hearings, it will continue now. Um, as far as like jury trials, those have, I'm not going to do that on Zoom. That's that yeah. Yeah. too much. Um, and some of the other uh, hearings that are hotly contested and felonies that you really need to do in person and assess the person's credibility and their demeanor, uh, their mm-hmm. whole body. Uh, that's not going to be on Zoom, but run of them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I can oh, okay. continuing on Zoom. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's, uh, let's, Dave, can we, can you uh, put that, put the song on? It's called Rip It Up. And Rip this up. is your, is this the name of the album? Yes. So this is, um, is actually the name of the my slogan, Rip It Up. Um, so Amina, my law partner, is Shake. So we say, I'm Jasmine Rippy, Rip It Up, Shake It Up. Uh, and oh, awesome. <laughs> and love it. It. rip it up means just like you know go for it whatever you do whatever you, a lane you're in you you go in there and you crush it that's awesome all right that's a, it's a great ma- message that you give about being your authentic self mm-hmm. yeah and while we wait for your song to come on people can find you on instagram at the real chocolate jazzy is that yes, correct? correct yep at the real chocolate jazzy on Instagram. Yep. So I only have Instagram up right now. I'm working on my other profiles, but yeah. You're gonna have a music page and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, YouTube and SoundCloud and a Spotify artist profile. I'm in the process of doing all of that. Okay. Okay. I don't know that Dave right. heard us, Jack. I texted him. Oh, okay. Dave. I did. I sent him a message. Chocolate Jazzy
child. See, if only for one night. King ain't been on 10 in Detroit. Rhyme go check my early days back at Bobman. Who would have thought that a young lawyer would turn into a big G? Oh, yeah. Yes, I've been chosen. I'm ready for this posing. Give me my bank. I want all of my tokens. Work my whole life just for this moment. I'll be damned if I do anything. Listen, go in. Space annex, cause I move real bars Xanax. But I ain't never scared, just do a Nike check. And this bust up theory don't apply to no X. They can stand to the side just like the rest. Wondering how they miss it on the best. If they text, I leave them on red. Moving so silent, they probably think I'm dead. Until I hit them right over their head. Gotta pull in their hair so much they got dreads. <laughs> What's it like to you listen to your own? Yeah. At first, it was really surreal. I mean, the, the first time I went to the studio it was so weird hearing my voice on in the studio. But now I've gotten used to it. But I, I get excited. Like, I'll get ready and listen to my own music. And I'll listen to my music in the car and stuff. And it just feels so good. And you're like, mm-hmm. she's really That's good. It. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I enjoyed that. Yeah, that, that was, was nice. Who, who's the beat maker? Um, so Kilo Beats is uh, Tony's stepson. He makes all the beats that I use for my album. And he's really, really good. An up-and-coming young producer out of Detroit. He's only 21. Wow. Oh, wow. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So did you have these lyrics already done when you got the beat? Um, no. So Tony gave me the beat and then I just, I listened to it. I, I usually come up with the hook first because I try to build the verses around the hook. Mm-hmm. Um, and make the song kind of have a message. I'm used to doing poetry where things build on each other. So I did the beat. I was like, I rip it up, rip it up. So, and that's and awesome. that wow. is a great song. Thank you. Um, wow. Is, is the rest of the album, like the other six songs, do they sort of carry that same theme? No, I mean, they, they're all energetic, you know, they're, they're meant to get people going and motivated and get their day going. You know, I'm an entrepreneur. Sometimes I need to pick me up maybe in the middle of the day and I'll just listen mm-hmm. to my song. I'm like, okay, I'm about to get on this court hearing and let me just get pumped right quick. <laughs> so all of my songs were, are meant to be energetic and pump people up, but they have different themes and different messages. If you could, if you could write for uh, a rapper, who would it be? Who would who would you like to work with? Yeah. Um, I have rappers that I would like to collab with. I'm not sure who yeah. I would write for. Uh, I really like Nicki Minaj. I uh huh. You know, when you said that, that's what I thought about when I was listening to your music. You you remind me of her a little. Yeah, but she yeah. writes her um her own stuff, so I can't write for yeah. her. I would love yeah. to do a song with her. <laughs> 
Mm-hmm. Well, you, you have a podcast show. Is that who you would love to interview? Or if you could interview any musician, whether it's rapper or any genre, who would you love to interview? I love so many musicians. Um, I honestly, I really, if I'm not listening to rap, I love old school R&B. I love 90s R&B and Jodeci is my favorite Mm -hmm. group. Mm -hmm. I would love to interview them. I will watch old concerts even today on YouTube. Mm -hmm. I I just think they're so interesting and such a dynamic group. Yeah. I I watch Unsung a lot. I love that show. Yeah, I I watch Unsung too. Yeah. You guys watch the Tony Green on the dramatic yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I was like, mm-hmm. Tony, you got a lot of airtime on there. <laughs> yeah, he did. Didn't oh, yeah. He? <laughs> yeah, it was he, really good. Yeah. Ask him about getting ask Jazzy. Ask him about getting his makeup done. What that was like. Oh, <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> they say he didn't like all that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can I can hear him right now. Fussing. So, yeah. <laughs> what what process so far do you what gets you really excited? Is it the writing? Is it um recording, being in the studio, or is it performing? I know you've only performed once so far, but what really just is gives you that rush of those three components? They all give me a rush. I mean it's it's I would say like it's three different stages. So when I initially start writing and I get a beat and I'm able to get all my lyrics down perfectly, how I want to match them on the beat, I'm just like, oh my God, you know, I'm so happy. It's just like solving it. You know, it's like solving a mystery, winning a case. Like, you know, you, you got the song and the beat and the lyrics and the beat together. And then when I'm in the studio, I love being in the studio, just that environment. I remember the first time I went to the studio, Tony's like, you've done this before. You're not a new artist because it just felt so <laughs> natural and it was I just wow. had so much energy. I was so happy. So I love being in the studio. And then with performing, I love performing. Uh, Rocky, I've never heard anybody describe um, writing a song or writing a rap like um, breaking a case or solving a case. That's, that's yeah. interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. So when do you think you're going to release the album? Is there a, a release date scheduled right now? or that date exactly, but we're thinking end of January, early February of next year. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. But my, my you, single Rip It Up will be coming out within the next few weeks. Ooh. Oh, cool. And it'll be out on all social media platforms, we'll Spotify, Apple. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'll be on all streaming platforms. And then uh, we're supposed to shoot a video for it sometime. I do need a videographer if you guys know anybody. Ooh. <laughs> oh, I know. Rocky. Oh, Rocky. Yeah. Rocky. Yeah, I'll send you some uh, some people for sure. Yeah. <laughs> you you <laughs> want her to go through Tony with that? Yeah, she can do that with Tony, yeah. Okay. Okay. He's probably yeah. doing that. Um, what when when you really kind of get into this, like when the album comes out and you start working on your second and your third, what do you hope your music is going to do for people? Because I, I, I think you froze up, Jackie. Yeah. Yep. Listen, Everybody's so freezing up today. People. Jackie, you froze. You, you I know. froze we up a little bit. 
Okay. I was just saying, as you, as you go forward with your music and you start doing more albums and you're outperforming out and getting to building a fan base and everything else, what do you hope your, how do you hope your music resonates with people? Like, what do you want the defining brand to be with your music? Um, you know, I want my music to make people feel good. I, my story really, I feel like can resonate with a lot of people. There's a lot of people who want to chase dreams or want to do things, but they're too scared to do it. And if they see like, Oh, from being a lawyer to rapping, I mean, that's inspiration. I know uh, my dad was telling me Keith Sweat was a stockbroker on wall street. Right, He was. And that resonated with me. And I'm like, okay, I can really do this. So Mm -hmm. I really want people to be inspired by my story I try to make music that makes people feel good. Uh, my image, I would say, is a little more mature, maybe, than some mm-hmm. of the other artists that are out there right now because I am older and have experienced things. Uh, but I want people to just know that whatever they want to do, whatever they put their mind to, that they can do it. Yep. How do you see, as, as your, your rapping career Takes yeah, that's it. amazing. And I, I think too, for me, when I, when I read your bio and learned about you, I thought the biggest inspiration in your story was so many of us, when we're young, when we're kids, we have dreams. And then we go and we take that path of certainty and we get the right. paycheck and everything else. And we never go back, but there's always something missing. And that's what I loved about your story is that you did go back to something that was there and you're, you're doing something with it. That's the greatest story. Yeah, Jackie. Thank you. Um, and that did, when you, when you sent over that bio that did resonate with me, like, wow, you know, there are a lot of people who maybe have childhood dreams that, uh, are scared to take that leap of faith and never end up doing it. And it's just like, I feel like we only have one life to live. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, where does that happen? If you fail, then you can do something else. I mean, I, don't have any children. I don't have any debt. There's no reason. There's nothing holding me back from not pursuing this. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. That's awesome. How did you develop such a mindset? Yeah. Because I do feel like, especially this day and age, people are just scared to touch anything. Yeah. And you've already accomplished so many incredible things. You know, you're 40, what is it? The top, top 40 under 40 40, of criminal defense lawyers, like, holy crap. You know what I mean? Like, how do you say, okay, you know what? I've had this. I'm going to go do something I'm scared of now. Um, I think it was just really my upbringing. My parents always raised me to be a leader, be an independent thinker, be strong, um, go after what it is that, that, that I want to do. So they really pushed me to be a strong person, to be smart, um, and to do what it, whatever I want to do. So it's really just goes back to my upbringing and the principles that my parents taught me really laid the foundation for who I am today. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah, that is amazing. We need to have your parents. On I know. <laughs> um, Parenting 101. Yeah. <laughs> um, tell us about the duet you have, you're working on. The duet? Yeah. With Tony? Yeah. Oh, okay. So um, Tony and I have a song together. It's called Joyride. And the beat is kind of um, a laid laid back beat. Uh, When I heard it, 
I picture a guy and a girl riding in the car at nighttime in the summer, maybe windows down, just, you know, vibing out, just joy riding. So I said, Tony, let's, I want you to uh, sing the hook on this. So we're still uh, in the process of working on it. It's not going to be on the first album. It's a little more. That's awesome. But uh, I think it's going to be great. I'm excited. And it was fun to work with Tony in the studio. I'm like, Tony, you're good. You're really good. And he's like, <laughs> 50 years. Aww. <laughs> right. No, don't tell don't him that, Jasmine. He knows he's good. Yeah. The great yeah. one. Go. Um, and then uh, I, I heard, or I, I can't remember if I heard the song I'll Fight for You or the, the well, yeah, actually, I yeah. did. The lyrics. What's so that Tony's song? That's Tony's song through his uh, band called Roadwork. And it's yeah. um, it's really a song about fighting for the world. And it, it, it really yeah. talks about the state of the world that we're in. Tony played the beat for me. It already had the hook, someone singing on it. I'll fight for you. I can't sing. But uh, <laughs> I said, Tony, you know, I think it would be really cool if I can write a poem and lay a poem down. Um, and oh, so wow. Singing or rapping, I can write a poem. And I literally wrote it in like 15 minutes. And I called him. Wow. Like, do you, I recorded on my phone. I'm like, do you like this? He's like, this is amazing. Oh, so my we're God. To go in the studio next week to uh, wow. record it. So it'll be interesting to have a poem on top of a song. And you remind him that he wasn't interested the first four times. Right. <laughs> <laughs> What piece of advice does Jasmine give Jazzy? Ooh, good one. Oh, yeah, that is good. Um, you know what? I would say that it's not easy starting into a new venture. I mean, some days I'm just like, oh my God, by the time I deal with all I have to deal with the court and my clients and my business, as well as ladies in law and our podcast. And I mean, there's just some days I'm just like, oh my God, I'm so tired. I'm so tired. Like, <laughs> how can I do all this? How am I balancing all this? But Jasmine is like, you got to keep going. You got to keep going. There's going to be a brighter day tomorrow. You know, you'll, it, it'll happen. You're eventually going to have a breakthrough. It's not always going to be like that. But so sometimes Jazzy is just like, oh, I'm tired. I don't feel like doing this. And Jasmine is like, no, you got to keep going. You got to keep going. Wow. wow. Do, you see and, a day where, do you see a day where you would step away from practicing or being in law in, in court every day or in, in working actively working as an attorney? Yeah. So, um, Actually, before I started rapping, my law partner, uh, Amina, and I had started our Ladies in Law brand and doing our podcast. Uh, we were on the radio for a short time. We're not on the radio anymore. But our goal was to start a legal talk show. So before oh, wow. I started rapping, I had dreams of entertainment and getting out of the day to day practice. She'll be back in a minute. Oh, <laughs> uh, we have just been having some freezing going on around here yeah, today. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, so Amina and I are. Uh, oh, my internet is unable. Unstable. Yeah, you're you're good. You're okay. Okay. Yeah, you're good. So we are in the process of trying to pitch our show to different um, producers and networks. 
You know, oh, wow. I'm just going to oh. ask you, I was just getting ready to ask you, what's next for Jazzy? What's ne-? And it's like, <laughs> oh, my God. And you just said how tired. Oh, I don't know if I can make it. And now you got you always got something on the fire. That's how I can yeah, see. We were surprised. Oh. We had an agent reach yeah. out to us a couple weeks ago. And I'm just like, wow, that's wow. great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Amazing. OK. Well, I see what, big things. What has what is what? what has surprised you about the music business now that you're you're really getting into it? Um, <laughs> you you knew about it before, but now you're actually an artist. What has surprised you? I would say dealing with people's egos and uh, <laughs> people trying to take advantage of you. Mm. I, you know, you hear about it. And actually, I was just talking to my dad about this today. He's like, Jasmine, you know, the music business is shady. And I'm just like, I know. But <laughs> I didn't really think about that. You know, I'm the type of person I like to look at the glass half full. I like to give people the benefit of the doubt until mm-hmm. they show me different. But I, I, I today yeah. I, was thinking, I really have to change my mindset when it comes to dealing with people in music because it's just a different beast. Mm-hmm. Wow. And Tony, yeah. mm-hmm. Tony's been great. He shielded me from a lot of a lot of things. Yeah. Um, and that's one yep. of the reasons why he wanted to work with me. He's like, Jasmine, you are a nice girl. You come from a good family. I don't want people to um, just spit you up, chew you out, and you don't even love like music and want to do it anymore mm-hmm. before you even get it off and going. Yeah. Yeah. T- Tony's yeah. one of those rare people yeah. in the business mm-hmm. where he's been in it a long time. He's gone through so much and he really protects the people that are in his circle. Mm-hmm. Right. So he does. I, I think you're really lucky to be working I am. With him. I'm just I'm just so thankful that he's agreed to work with me and that our paths yeah. even cross. It's so funny. Um so when I first before I started my law firm, I used to work at a law firm downtown in Detroit and I used to go walk around, go to lunch, and one day I saw a group performing and they were performing gin and juice and I stopped and I recorded it on my phone. That was Tony oh. and his band. I had no I was going through deleting some old files and I was like, Oh my God, that's Tony. And I showed Tony and this is from four years ago. I had wow. No wow. Everything I, happens in it's, when it's time. That's, that's I always crazy. say that it yeah. happens when it's time. Mm-hmm. Yep. So wow. when you, um, release your album in your you're thinking like springtime possibly oh, or January February oh January February um, are you planning any live stream release so I would like to do an album release party if I could uh, where I perform live performances right now but are you planning like a live stream event yeah, yeah, I would like to do that. I would like to have some, you know, close family and friends there, an intimate gathering, but live stream a performance. That would be cool. Hyped up would be that big, great. Hyped up, just, Tony. Yeah, watching. I know Tony's he, watching. Yeah, hey, he Tony, plans, you heard her. <laughs> he, plans on, <laughs> he plans on having a rap um, hyped up in January, I think. So it, whatever, whatever it is, I'll be on that. So maybe I'll just kind of put it all in one. Oh, okay. There you go. Yeah. There you all go. Right. Well, we Jen wish you all that cookies. Yes. Just letting you know that we're getting close. This is my, I know, I know. Jasmine, anything else you want people to know? Anything else that you want people to uh, 
check out um, other things that you have coming up. You've got the music being released January, February. What else? Anything else? That's all I have right now. Um, you know, I, I can't wait for things to open back up. I really want to do a real life performance and feel that mm-hmm. energy. Yeah. I mean, people were surprised that I was able to deliver like that on the stream. They're like, imagine when you get in front of a whole crowd. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, right. So mm-hmm. Right now, just really trying to get videos. A lot of, a lot of the artists now are focusing on the videos since they can't, um, do the live performances. So maybe like you said, I'll, I may end up doing one of my own streaming events, but I'm definitely going to be shooting some videos and um, get more active on social media to do some TikToks and things like that. Oh yeah. There you go. Right. Your Instagram yeah. is the, um, yeah. And Instagram, you can be found, found at the real chocolate jazzy. <laughs> so anybody who hasn't found you yet, they can go ahead and find you on Instagram there. In terms of your story, so oh, okay, cool, thank you. Very good. In terms of your podcast, that continues on. Yeah, so our Instagram for uh, ladies in law is at the ladies in law. Very good. And when she okay. says, yeah, in law, I N L A W in law, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Congratulations. You're ripping it up. And uh, yeah, rip it up. a lot of other people to, to rip it up. And I think that's a great <laughs> message. It's a great brand. I actually filed a trademark for that. So I really, this is something. Oh, Jackie, cool. she's way ahead of you. She's way I ahead know. of you, Jackie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. Great, great job. We'll keep following you. We can't wait to hear the whole album. And, uh, and I, I, I can't. Uh-oh. <laughs> you're freezing too chocolate jazzy, chocolate jazzy yeah. definitely very <laughs> thank you guys for having me all right thank, thank you. you thank all you all right Go ahead. yeah we have yeah. our fortune cookie we have our fortune cookie here we go oh oh no it didn't rip i was gonna say that's not good i ripped it off in the here we go you ripped it up. <laughs> i ripped it up here we go yeah don't get carried away with that Gina. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, this is, I always say this every week, like, oh, this is a good one, but this is, you know, <laughs> I just magically find, find the right one. Luck is what happens when preparation meets opportunity. Oh, yeah. I, I about that. I have a poem <laughs> about luck. I don't believe in luck. It's just preparation meeting opportunity. Cause I, wow. I said that and I wrote a poem. Wow. That's crazy. Isn't yeah. that crazy? Isn't that crazy? Okay. It's it's just for you, Jazzy. Just for you. That's a sign. That's your next song. Oh, yeah, right. Song about that. Wow. Yeah. The Nooner Show inspired the next song. <laughs> All right. Yeah. We want a little shout oh, out. Of yeah. <laughs> and next, too, and next, you know, just subtle, like just in the fall or something. Yeah. And, stuff, yeah. <laughs> right. and next Thank week, you. next week, we're going to be on at three. Instead of noon. Oh. Three o'clock. Three o'clock next week. So right. Yeah. So you you know, know, we have to but it's gonna be noon to us. (laughs) You guys who's your guest next week? Um he's what's that? He she was asking who the guest was. He's actually out of Detroit. So you you gotta listen. It's a surprise. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, so you gotta listen. (laughs) 
Stomato. Uh, Wait, is that huh? what it's called? Not stomato. Stefano. We got to learn. St- yeah. yeah, we have to <laughs> you know, learn the name. Seven yeah. days to practice. So yeah. <laughs> he's, a, he's actually yeah. um, he, a, like a chemist with um, senses, perfume, and yeah. auras and stuff like that. It's going to be a pretty interesting. It's story. really going to be interesting. He's a perf- He has a perfumery by day and a bar by night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, in the Detroit yeah. area. Yeah. Yeah. Bar that I'm thinking of. It's known for scented cocktails. Yeah. 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 Yep. That's that's it. probably him. But Dora, thanks for reminding us. It's at three o'clock yeah. next week. Yep. I yep. I said I was going to do okay. that. All right. Are we all set, guys? All right. All right. And all remember, sometimes the only mode of transportation available is the leap of faith. Thanks for taking a leap of faith and uh, go out there have a safe week, but rip it up. Rip it up. Happy hump day. Happy hump day.